Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Go ahead and sign up for YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. Upvote the video itself. And, of course, comment down below. Join our subtext community as well, and you'll have access to early releases like we did the Damon Williams video last week. So if we get something special like that, subtext users will get it a little bit first. Just kind of is what it is. But anyway, in this segment of What You Talking About Willis, we're talking about how the definition of betting on yourself has changed. And since everybody's used to the way it was, they haven't changed with it at this point. And they're kind of shoeing, shoehorning themselves in and kind of rolling the dice early when they don't have to. They don't need to. So let me explain. In the 80s and 90s, teams started recruiting heavily on the NFL draft and getting you to the NFL as an avenue to recruit players. In, order, in other words, people that were recruiting made college football subservient to the NFL in perception. And this has gone on now for 30 or 40 years. It's gotten to the point where players start, started opting out of bowl games and doing whatever they can for their NFL draft position, no matter whether they're a top 100 player or not. Because the rumor that they hear from their handlers and everybody external is because college football was a place that you did not make money from, everybody was in a hurry to start their professional career. So they made up this reasoning that, hey, if you're a certain player, you need to hurry up and get in there so you can get to your second contract faster. You hear that all the time. It's the same thing that you're going to hear about Zach Evans this year. But the reality is 90 to 95% of players that get drafted probably don't see their second contract. It's a high turnover league. It is like me saying, hey, I am going to um, do whatever I can to win the lottery in four years. And if you don't, you know, you're, you're just kind of SOL. But I say all that to say this. The world has changed a little bit when it comes to college football. And the term betting on yourself that everybody hears over and over again is A, unbelievably true, okay? It, it is. But understand when you bet on yourself, there's a way to lose that bet. It is not a 100% payout. It's not anything like that. It, it is what it says. Bet means gamble. So, you need to figure out a way to bet on yourself and mitigate the most risk and try and maximize that first contract. Now, certain players like Malik Heath, he's an undrafted free agent, $9,000 signing bonus. He kind of has what he has, okay? It just is what it is. But if you're an underclassman, and now it's just extremely in vogue for underclass player to go pro, it just is, including at positions that they don't draft very highly unless you are a very special player. Now, we'll take Jerry and Ely, who went to the Kansas City Chiefs as an undrafted free agent. Jerry and came out of school early, ended up betting on himself, 
and did not make anywhere that where he thought he would make or what he was honestly told he would make. Because in the recruiting thing, from the beginning, they recruited that you will come here, you'll stay three years, and you'll go to the NFL. That's how they recruited. That's, that's how it goes. But that's not necessarily the way it has to be. Not in this age of NIL, okay? Which means, which is another reason why the Zach Evans situation kind of bothers me a little bit. Zach Evans was drafted in almost the seventh round. He was in the compensatory picks of the sixth round. Now, I'm not saying that Zach Evans will not do very well at Los Angeles. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Los Angeles isn't a good spot for him because you can say whatever you want to to justify whatever needs to happen. However you want to feel, there can be a bias attached to each one. Okay? But, I'm saying that rumor has it that Quinshawn Judkins is making close to a half a million dollars in NIL. That may be completely false. That's the number that's going around the fan base right now. Zach Evans, pre-taxes, pre-401k, pre-union dues, pre-agent fees. Before all of that, his cap hit for year one is $783,000 with a $100,000 signing bonus. Now, Zach Evans did not make it through one college season healthy. He he just didn't. He he did not make it through a season healthy. He was not healthy enough to go to the combine and perform, which means red flags were shooting up all over the place, and any player that was destined to fall was probably Zach Evans. Again, not on the kid. This is just a situation with the NFL draft and how they work. If he would have stayed at Ole Miss, he would have probably commanded numbers similar to Quinshawn and would have the opportunity to stay four more weeks or four more months, five more months from right now to prove to the NFL that he could stay healthy, go through an offseason healthy, perform at the combine, and probably get drafted in the second and third round. And let me tell you what the difference is if he would have gotten drafted in the third round. They'll say the first pick of the third round because in the sixth round where he got picked, his salary cap number is $783,000 projected with the signing bonus of about one hundred thirty-three k. Now, if he would have gotten drafted in the third round, not even extremely high, just the third round, his salary would be about half a million dollars more per year, his signing bonus would have been four times what it is. No, that's not true. Ten times what it is right now. So the honest thing is when people talk about betting on themselves, if you can go early and get drafted in the top four rounds, it is absolutely worth it. No doubt they should go and it shouldn't even be close. But if there's a chance, a good chance, that you can be in the fifth or below, the signing bonus goes down considerably. The salary is under a million dollars and you have all those dues to go. You have a decision that you want to make. Is that what you want to do or do you want to go and deal in a college environment, take less of a workload? Picture what Zach Evans would have gone through this year. Less of a workload because you have Quinshawn. Make it through the season, make it through the combine, 
and all of a sudden he's being drafted in the second or third round because he has that kind of ability. No sense to give an NFL team a discount if you can help it. If you have any leverage at all, it needs to be used. And players need to consider what the NFL draft is really turning into meaning and what the college game with NIL actually is. And what that is is leverage. You're not, unless you are out of eligibility, unless you're in a situation like Malik Heath was in this season, if you have a chance to come back to school, you can use that as leverage. You do not have to take a poor situation. I, I get it that agents and street agents and family members and all of that stuff are going to push you towards the league. I get that. And I get the pull of playing professional football because we all had dreams, whether we stepped on a field or not, of driving down the field in the fourth quarter. I get all that. I get the situation of coming from an area where you want to start working. I get that college is a pain in the butt. I get all of that. But I, all I'm saying is the term bet on yourself, whenever people go to the NFL draft and they say they're betting on themselves to get their second contract, they need to start betting on themselves to maximize their first contract. That's what I'm saying. Because a bet in itself is a gamble. And that gamble can be lost. And they're the roll call of players that have bet on themselves and lost are long. So maximize that first contract, then make the team, then work on that second contract. That is my advice. They need to quit looking at college sports as a minor league. They need to look at it as what it is, a development opportunity for them. Some of them are going to say, hey, good enough. I am what I am. As this, is what it, this is what it's going to be. I think that I'm, I'm going to be one of the 5 or 10% that gets a second contract in the National Football League. That's what players do. They're obscenely confident players, and they have people in their ear all the time explaining exactly why they're really good. If you handle this correctly and do what you need to do and realize that the NFL might give you a fourth round grade to get you in and then draft you in the sixth to get you at a discount, it behooves them to oversell you. If you can understand that and understand what needs to happen and understand exactly your de development, being honest with yourself, you can completely game the system right now. And if you can game the system, you'll be doing really, really well. Because there's players all the time that are undrafted that play for 12 years. There are players that are drafted in the second or third round that doesn't last three years. So, bet on yourself, but be smart about it and understand the options that you have at your feet. You do not have to just force your way and start the NFL anymore. You can get paid in college. You can get paid handsomely in college. If you're an athlete that could be drafted in the second or third round in college, I can't imagine how much NIL they would pay you to stay in school. Just kind of is what it is. 
Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We're going to talk about transfer portal for men's basketball and football and anything else that might come up. As I was recording this show, um, Ole Miss was able to beat the Georgia Bulldogs for their first series win of the SEC campaign. So that's very good news for Mike Bianco and the team. We'll see what happens a little bit later on in the week. Derek Vandy Griff will be by to talk about that as well. Anyway, I'm Stephen Willis. Thank you very much for tuning into the show today. Really good show today. Really fun. And I got wanted to get that what you're talking about, Willis, off my chest a little bit because I do think players sometimes get taken advantage of and don't realize the leverage leverage that they actually have because of the dream and the carrot and the light that is at the end of the tunnel. So I just wanted to talk about that for a second. Anyway, I will see you guys tomorrow, and everybody take care. Hotty toddy.